Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long hiatus, but we are back. We did not break up. Elijah and I are still together, even though we are both dead tired after the bacon beatdown, which that's what we're going to go over this week is the bacon beatdown here on the No Rep. And, uh, yeah, so how was your weekend? Like that weekend? Yeah, that week. How did the bacon beatdown go for you? It was good. It was long. Uh... Worked a lot, uh, but just kind of expected to work a lot, so just very, very long. I'll say because technically the competition started on Friday, ended on Sunday, but for you it started on what Thursday or Wednesday? Yeah, it started for me Thursday night. Will was there on Wednesday, and it started for him like Wednesday all the way up until Sunday night. Yeah, I was about to say, he looked, I've seen people tired before, but he looked like he was, he was on a last limb for sure this weekend. But, um, yeah, so I guess we're going to get right into it. Um, we're probably, the way this one's going to go over is we'll have, oh, I just noticed there's barbells in here. How neat is that? But we're going to go over, um, pretty much just, I guess we'll go over how the weekend went for me. And as far as, like, team and, you know, how each workout individually went. And then, I guess, you know, we'll kind of... To the, how the event ran, I guess. Yeah, how the event ran and everything like that. So, um, I guess we'll just start off. We'll get a little bit of Elijah's perspective on Friday. So, Friday starts, um, which was beginner and kids, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And um, so, how did that go? Just, like, the start of the chaos that is the little kids and the beginner teams and individuals uh it was really luckily it was kind of mapped out pretty good so everyone did it on one stage so it was stage one mm-hmm. the big one with the 15 lane rig really cool uh had a little bit of issues um because kids don't know where they need to be and the parents kind of didn't help them so there was some like piglets and the little piglets some little piglets in the wrong and they're not the right heat, which caused some mayhem a little bit. But, I mean, overall, pretty good. I mean, everyone looked like they were having fun. Um, and we were just, like, as far as, as as the team running the competition, it was, uh, it was a good, like, you know, learning step. Like, for, like, me and Eric and, and Will and Jenna and Sarah. But, and, and Will's... Uh, sister Carrie too but she's used to all that but it was, it was pretty cool it was a, a good way to like ease into it mm-hmm. um, pretty it started at like 12 and then ended at it wasn't that late I, I don't remember exactly when it ended I didn't really I didn't even keep track of time I just kind of looked at my heat schedule I just lived my weekend heat by heat <laughs> you live by the heat and you die by the heats yeah. um but, yeah, so I remember walking in Friday after I got off of work, um, came in, saw the layout, everything looked real nice, you know, had saw the big 15-lane rig, the ropes, everything, and I know uh, Lloyd and I walked around, and we even just, we dicked around on some of the bars and the weights and stuff like that, you know, kind of getting the mindset ready for Saturday morning. But I did talk to Will yesterday, not at length, but extensively about, you know, we gave my two cents or nickels worth of cents, or not even a nickel and or two cents and or a penny's worth of cents. 
but I just told him, you know, what I thought and everything. And, um, you know, we're going to get into that as far as, you know, when we start talking about Saturday. But first thoughts coming in Friday, you know, coming in the building, seeing everything, how it was laid out, looked really nice, looked really clean. Um, it looked like it, it definitely was one of those environments where you walk in and you're like, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready, ready to fucking go. Like, this is, I'm, let me work out now. Let me get it done now. And then, you know, night before I, I slept okay. I didn't really, you know, wake up most of the night. I'm not really that good of a sleeper, but I didn't, you know, I slept pretty well through the night, but then, um, God dang it, Manny. Manny, turn it down. Hold on one second. Sorry. Manny's being loud. All right. Maybe it's not loud. Maybe it's just me being psycho and hearing things really well. I just want to make sure this podcast is number one. That's, that's my problem. Anyway, but uh, yeah, but anyway, um, so we'll start off Saturday morning. Uh, I had to wake up early and so did my girlfriend. We both had to wake up early because she was one of the first heats of the day. And then I was there to, you know, get everything ready for my team. So we'll start off first workout of the day for my team was a mystery meet. And that was the one that they announced the reps Friday night before the workout. And then, you know, we had to do a day of Saturday. All, all we gave out was the movements. I mean, yeah, just the movements, not the reps. So we found out it was a buy-in of 32 front rack lunges, then three rounds of six rope climbs, 48 wall balls, and then a buy-out of 32 lunges. Going into it and seeing the reps, I was like, you know, okay, that's not bad. You know, we had one big guy on our team, so that was nice to have him take a majority of the lunges. And then, you know, I, I eventually came in, knocked out the rest of them, and started the rope climbs. Um, as far as that workout goes, I mean, I don't know for you because you were walking around. I think you were there when our heat was going. But surprisingly enough, that wasn't the worst workout of the week. It was not the worst workout of the weekend. And that was crazy to think because you're like, oh, my God, lunges, wall balls, and rope climbs. Like, that's those are three really shitty movements. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, it wasn't that bad. And no one really complained about that workout as bad as I thought we were – as bad as I thought everyone was going to. Yeah, I didn't uh, – actually, I didn't see anyone do that workout. I could only see over the, the stage mm-hmm. kind of because I was on the other stage. Oh, you were on the other stage. Yeah. Okay. I did see some people do rope climbs. I saw some balls hitting some targets, but um, yeah, I didn't get, I didn't expect, or I guess my expectations for the reaction of doing that workout was uh, people were going to, you know, be smashed by it, but it didn't seem like it affected a whole lot of people from what I saw at least. Um, But my, my, my viewpoint wasn't really like on on that at all yeah no and that was the thing like i i definitely thought i'm like oh my god like just wall balls and rope climbs that's so much legs so much push you know push pull with pushing the wall ball pulling the rope and uh those ropes were uh i don't know if just because it was the battle rope but they were smaller in diameter they did have like a little coating on them like my middle finger on my left hand just got a blister on it and i know Lloyd and Lauren, their hands got messed up, and uh, Cameron, who was Lloyd and Lauren's teammates, and uh, I saw some other people, they were complaining about their fingers and stuff like that from the rope, you know, burning up, coming all the way down, but really, overall, good news coming out of that workout, which was nice, because I know Will kind of got some 
not flack or like bad feedback, but it was a thing of like, hey, you just gave us a workout. You just told us three movements. How are we going to practice this? And that was the whole point was you don't even – you got to figure it out the day of and you got to, you know, you got to come in with a good mindset. And we – I mean, we finished that workout. I don't remember what our time was, but um, it was – we were decent in the pack. We, we overall finished 15th. 15th or 17th in the division out of 2017 so i'll take i'll take that didn't finish last so can't really complain about that but um yeah so that was mystery meat mystery meat was definitely a uh it was a good one overall and i think you know across all divisions it was recepted it was you know taken in very well so then uh the next workout which was probably the hardest workout and unfortunately they had to change the workout was a uh, tailspin that was the double under deadlift ghd which turned into burpee over bar because apparently some of the ghds broke and i'll let you dive into that because you were there on that stage for a majority of the day and you, yeah. you know better than i do what happened yeah that was my stage there all day mm -hmm. the uh so so we have a valor ghd here yeah and the big difference that we saw when we came back was that so the l bar that basically holds where you put your feet in mm -hmm. that you can adjust and whatever and move it down um, it has a weld right there in the yeah. elbow what the ones that we had lacked was mm -hmm. that weld so maybe that was the difference yeah. but apparently as so they're not like the sturdiest so yeah. like most good GHDs like they don't really have a whole lot of give and take it's yeah. just like sturdy and just stays there yeah. this one kind of moves around so as you're like coming up and coming down and your feet are, are or yeah. banging away at that foot that foot holder that l bracket just keeps smacking and smacking mm -hmm. and just pushing and pulling constantly with no extra reinforcement just kind of slowly ate away at it yeah and then the there were two in the warm-up area that were broken and then i think we reached three or two or three that were great one completely broke and then there was like tons of them that were like on the brink. Yeah. So then we had to make that. Will had to make the decision to sub it for Burpees over bar. Yeah, I um, when I came in yesterday, and yesterday was my first time back in the gym since uh, you know, working out Sunday. I had to I had to work nights for four days. So basically, we'll we'll backtrack real quick. And so Sunday night, I had to go into work after being up at 6 a.m. for the beach workout. So I was up for 22 hours. I was up from 6 a.m. Sunday morning to Monday a.m. Monday, 6 a.m. Monday a.m. See, that's how tired I am. Monday, 6 a.m. and had to work. So that was Sunday to Monday was a very long 24 hours for me. But um, when I came in yesterday, we'll hop back on the our original topic – come back in yesterday and will show and i was talking to will you know getting you know getting feedback giving feedback and um i looked at the uh ghd where he talked about where at 90 90s up together so basically the way it works is at 45s and then 45s on top to make a 90 to where your feet go in and out and um there was a noticeable weld on our ghd and i didn't you know i unfortunately i didn't get to use the ghds at bacon but you know i would have seen that you know the weld was you could clearly you can if you know anything about welding you can tell when a weld is built up to keep it a little more sturdier and then when it's broken but even then i there was a little bit of flack you know a little bit of criticism as far as you know oh another burpee movement because we have to do burpees on sunday 
And so people were, you know, a little pissed off about it. But at the end of the day, you're not going to have – you're not going to be pretty much insulting elite athletes doing ad-mad sit-ups. So – but anyway, talk about tailspin. Um, the way it went for my team, I know some teams flew through that workout. And for our team, we finished it, but we all were on the floor after we finished it. So – Started off with uh, 150 double unders for teams. Um, I did all 150, and I started about five or six of the deadlifts. And it, I don't know if it was just because I was thinking about burpees the entire time, but you started those burpees, and man, did it, did it suck? Because then going from burpee back into double unders, it was just rough. It was, it was not fun to say the least. So. What did you see out there on the floor as far as, you know, that being your stage for the day? Uh, I saw a lot of poor form on the deadlift. <laughs> that's expected. Yeah. Um, but really it was uh, either combination of GHD or burpees has a lot to do with your legs. Yeah. And granted, doing the burpee, you still have to do the push, so it's a little bit more difficult of a movement, but... When you have to, like, load your hips and bring your hips up and then jump over the bar yeah. and do deadlifts and do double-unders, that's a lot of, you know, ex- like explosion that, that's expected yeah. from your legs. And whether you're doing team or individual, it it, it kind of ends up being a similar stimulus as far as yeah. how you feel at the end. Yeah. No, that last... First round, you feel pretty good. You're, you know, you're, you're warming up. You're starting to, you're, you're hitting that little fatigue wall just, just a little bit. But right about halfway through that second round, halfway through the deadlifts, you're like, you're like, shit, this sucks. This is terrible. And just, I don't know if it was because of the burpees too, but man, it just, it, it really went downhill. But as far as the workout, there's 450 burpees in total for team, and um, I probably did at least 350 of them if I had to take a guess, and it was, ugh. It, each double under, each second that went by doing dubs was just terrible. It was not fun at all. But um, that was the one workout where, besides uh, swine flu on Sunday, but that, one, that workout was definitely where I saw a lot of iffy judging. And it was, I guess, because of the lack of, you know, quote unquote good judges and not volunteers. It was sucking it was sucking because there were so many teams where, you know, burpee over bar or bar facing burpees for what well bar facing burpees. You have to literally face the bar, two feet take off, two feet land, you know, vice and then, you know, et cetera, keep going, keep going. And the team that was next to mine they were doing stepovers the entire time, but they were doing it so fast and they were doing it with a non-experienced judge that it, the judge didn't know what to do. And it kind of sucked at that point. And even Will said there was individuals and teams in other divisions that were doing the same thing. And he was running over there telling them, you know, you're not doing it right, but they're already so far ahead in the count of the workout that it's, it sucked. It sucked because you, you felt unfair while doing the workout. And I don't know if you saw any, you know, kind of meh calls on the floor from judges, but that that workout and the swine flu workout, which we'll get into in a bit, 
those were my like not good judge moments of the week for sure i i don't i mean i I don't know what you saw but that's how i felt i mean as far as two feet takeoff and two feet landing like the the two feet landing part isn't it's not a standard it's the two feet takeoff yeah so when people and it's very hard to judge in a sense of like what is considered a two-foot takeoff yeah like do you have to just stand and then just jump over the bar with both your feet or can you kind of like shimmy your way at the same time Mm -hmm. uh it was very much on the judge's call yeah it is so sudden that we didn't really get to go over it a whole lot yeah and that's the thing you hate to see is a judgment call through any through any sport whatever it is from freaking badminton to crossfit like it you hate to have a judgment call where it's up to the one person and I know, like I said, we finished 15, so I really didn't care, you know, had the judgment. I just I, – I wanted to go in have, to have a good time. That's how I planned the entire weekend, just to have fun. But it does, like you said, it does suck to have a judgment call. And yeah. But, you know, it it's okay. We I don't, I don't remember what we placed in that workout, but it was definitely a uh, – <laughs> that, like Elijah said earlier, just a lot of just deadlifts and ugh, just – I don't know how people were breaking their weren't just walking funny or needed to go get spinal fusion surgery after their backs broke. Yeah, the deadlift is what took the longest for most people. If you can't cycle deadlifts fast, then oh, you yeah. aren't going. You aren't doing good in yeah. that workout. Because you can fly through dubs and fly through burpees, but if you can't cycle a heavy heavier deadlift, good luck, have fun. Because yeah. that. But a perfect example was a. Uh, Elena Fisk, who was uh, she's a four times regionals athlete, and she won the women's elite division. Watching her cycle that barbell was literally disgusting. Minus the fact that she's you know below five feet tall, but her cycling that deadlift bar was just absurd. And even them having to use the heavy rope didn't phase her one bit. It you know people would just cycle through that bar like you would not believe. So that was pretty much tailspin overall. If I had to give the two workouts so far, if I had to give, um, mystery meter work, uh, scale, you know, point scale one, one to 10, I'd give it like a seven and a half. That was good. As far as like, you know, seven and a half pieces of bacon. And And then tailspin, I give half piece of bacon because I hated it. It (laughs) sucks. My body hurt after I laid on the floor dying. And yeah, so it gets a half piece of bacon, burnt bacon to be specific. And and speaking of crispy, great segue. Seinfeld baseline. We go into extra crispy, which was a oh god. It, besides tailspin, literally the worst workout. Ugh, that barbell. I don't know. It's just because it was the last workout in the day, and all of us wanted to get it done. But God Almighty, that workout was. Ugh, that was terrible. So it went. I mean. It could have gone worse for my team, but it actually went surprisingly well. So you start with the hang cleans, but you have to hold the ball first, so that's fine. Hang cleans weren't that bad, honestly. I cycled through them fairly decent. I'd, I'd say I did okay at it. Um, watching individuals go, it looked like most people were okay. Some of the hangs were scary. You're like, please, ma'am, sir, stop what you're doing. You, you need help. Like, you're going to die. But and then at the same time they were you know they were okay I thought you know some of them looked good some of them looked bad, and then the great old D ball came in the D ball came in and oh my 
That ball is a son of a bitch. It, it, it didn't move. It surprisingly was lighter than the one we have at our gym, but it was. It's ugh. It was terrible. It burnt your bacon. It burnt my bacon. It burnt my ham. <laughs> my little ham was toasted. But I will say this though: holding the barbell was surprisingly a lot harder during the competition than when we tested it. Sitting there holding it while the person going on the bike or doing the D-balls is going, holy shit, it is. It's right against your throat. You can't breathe. You're like, your your arms are tired for some reason because you're trying to hold the barbell up because you have to keep two hands on the bar. But, God, that was terrible. But for that workout, we did, uh, me and one of my partners, we, t- we split the squat cleans pretty evenly. I did at least half more than half of the d-balls and then god's worst second creation next to the d-ball the assault bike came and oh my god it literally just and that's one thing i noticed i don't know if it's because we have a rogue echo bike and now we have assault assault bikes too not very many people were booking it on besides cameron andrews which god bless him i'll get into that in a second but as far as Elijah, because I know on the other stage they did Extra Crispy too. Not very many people were full bore in the assault bike, I noticed. Not very many, like, full sends. It was, you know, a nice, gentle cruise on the bike. It was a lot of uh, very calculated decisions on a lot of teams' parts to just get, like, maybe, like, halfway mm-hmm. or a certain amount of calories yeah. and then switch out. I was expecting a little bit more um, aggression by some people. Yeah. You know, based off of size or, you know, how big the muscles are or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you expect, like, the assault bike is one of those bikes that it doesn't really give you everything that you put into it. Yeah. But, like, it does give you that option to kind of, like, coast for those last bit of calories. So yeah. you can go hard for a yeah. minute or two. You can, you can pretty much get the last five calories if you yeah, full if you send. Coast it. Full yeah. send and then kind of just ride it out and kind of catch your breath on the way out. You can, you can get at least five calories in, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... I didn't really see a whole. There was a lot of not pushing on on, on no. my stage. It was all it was all the the females. They had they had plans, so they were they were yeah. smart about it. Because I I forget how many calories they had to get. It was like thirty. Or yeah, like I think the, yeah. Or no, you guys had sixty. We had sixty. Had 40, sixty. Maybe? Yeah. It was. I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, and I don't 45, feel 45. and I don't feel like looking them up because that workout was fucking yeah, yeah. terrible. But like I said, even during team, I did see a lot of like cruising and i'll get in the story of cameron andrews who was on the other team from our gym he got on the bike and full send 30 calories i mean probably full 85 90 rpm dead sprint on the bike and i was like holy shit i'm gonna witness a death and he got off that bike and god took his soul and it was phew i mean Look him up, X Cam Bam. X Cam Bam. He, um, good, good friend of mine. I've known him since high school. Played the cross together. Um, he is the owner and operator of CrossFit Auburndale. He hopped in for uh, Elijah's team that he was going to be on before Elijah became a bot and broke his arm and broke his shoulder. Not really broke his shoulder, but he tore his labrum. And um, he hopped in with Lloyd and Lauren this weekend, and it was fun. He <laughs> he hops in first day saturday morning walks in and goes all right all i have is one pair of shoes a pair of grips sweatbands and that's about it 
what are our workouts? And he, and he's he's awesome. I love Cameron. He's a good guy. Um, like I said, he owns CrossFit Auburndale. Loves the done a lot of the sport for CrossFit in Florida particularly. And um, you know, he's a great great guy overall. But um, yeah, that that workout was uh, that was death mm-hmm. to say the least for sure. But um, and uh, one thing was. I was talking to Will about this yesterday, and he got you know some surveys back and everything, you know, talking about the workouts. One person, he told me out of like three hundred people that he's gotten back so far with, one person said, "Can we not do a workout that has a?" I forgot what he said verbatim, but it was funny hearing about someone actually complain about that D ball workout and saying it was like too difficult. And I'm like, that's the whole point. Like, if you yeah. can't get a D ball over your shoulder no matter what and i think it was like one of the girls so it was a 70 pound ball and it's like and the person wasn't even working out in the competition so it's like really you're going to complain about a competition you're not even working out in like come on like mm-hmm. you know keep it keep it moving person but anyway yeah that out on the bacon scale that one gets a uh, in my book that one got like a 8.5 bacon 8.5 scale of bacon so eight and a half pieces of bacon so and now i'm gonna get your um take on the first uh the quote-unquote first day, second day of bacon. How did it go as far as judging and what you saw on your stage and just all-around mood from everybody on day two of bacon on Saturday? Uh, so, full disclosure, I've never been part of a um, competition. I did mm. scoring for Deuces last year. Yeah, I remember that. And But that's, like, it. I've never judged. I've never ran a stage I've never worked with athletes like that yeah so it was all very new and I'm very grateful that I was given the opportunity shout to, out Will Ball. yeah shout out to Will Ball. yeah um I'm very grateful that I got that opportunity um and I kind of took it as a learning experience mm-hmm. so but what I do know is that I do not like failing I don't like failing yeah and and if it, if tailspin is any indication of it, things that are out of your control mm. uh, and like having to peel back like 15 20 minutes on on a stage where you like have to run on time yeah uh, I took that very heavily not that it was my fault but it's just like I couldn't do anything about it yeah so and that's uh, probably the worst part is people are coming up to you like hey what what the hell like why aren't we doing GHDs and you're like this is what happened you know I, it's out of my control like I, I don't know what you want me to do luckily the, the 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 there wasn't as much as that of that really it was more so like um like think like a lot of people i'm very grateful that the people like understand that there are things that are out of people's control yeah like ghd's breaking yeah like you don't know that's gonna happen yeah right, right. so like just changing it on the fly and doing it as smooth as we did like the team the team worked like phenomenally well mm-hmm. like it was just yeah you know a good competition is ran and it should look smooth and yeah. even when things don't go when things don't go to plan yeah and still look smooth that's like just a testament to the team that's working yeah. behind the scenes yeah no but i it, i definitely saw like for mostly volunteer not you know like i said quote-unquote professional judges or you know professional team like i can't think of one time that the competition you know the only time a competition ran bad which we'll talk about here in a minute is the floater on sunday mm-hmm. but other than that like i didn't see any you know problems as far as like there's a big hold up like anything like that like everything was clockwork moving 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 yeah. mm-hmm. so i mean saturday was a big learning experience for me uh and i'm sure a big learning experience for everyone but 
I mean, it was the busiest day as far as, like, from start to finish. Yeah. And, like, you know, not a whole lot of time to, like, relax. Cause yeah. Especially once we got set set back. Mm-hmm. But I know that stage one ran really well. Like, yeah. Eric and um, Dave Tozo ran really, worked really well together. They, yeah. they you know, everything was bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good day. Like, again, I didn't have any expectations going into yeah. the whole thing. I'd never done it any before. Yeah. So I was just like, I want to do my best. I want to make it as easy as possible for everyone involved. And mm-hmm. I want to learn and improve. Yeah. Even if it, even throughout the day, I, I, I felt like I was improving. Yeah. Or I hope I was improving. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Saturday is good. No, and that's one thing I noticed, and we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll wrap it up. We'll wrap up Saturday here, is that there wasn't a lot of, like, what do you mean we have to do burpees now? Like, you know, like there wasn't a lot of like, it's like, all right, you know, we got burpees. Let's game plan. We got to figure this out. How are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. And so that was nice to, you know, see that. And, you know, not really many teams, individuals, parents, whoever's complaining. So it was nice. And, um, yeah, Saturday overall was a good day. It was definitely a very, very long day as far as, you know, excuse me, as far as just, you know, like, workouts time in between workouts like my first workout was i think at 10 30 and my last one was at 6 30 i think 6 or 5 30 it was something like that so it was a long day regardless and um but overall it was very good um and yeah i think saturday was actually very good now now we're gonna go into sunday morning the swim workout the floater and the uh swine flu workout so wake up sunday morning feel like I just got hit by an entire farm of pigs, haha, pigs, bacon, jokes, and oh my god, Saturday, Sunday morning, woke up, pretty much the entire lower half of my body was just gone, was non-existent, back hurt, legs hurt, you name it, it hurt, so wake up at about 6 o'clock to be ready for the athlete, brief, athlete briefing, I think it was at 6.30, I think, so get up, get to the beach, hanging out, watch my girlfriend go, you know, get, see how the workout ran, which that workout ran very well. I don't know if you were there cause I didn't see you at all. Yeah. It was there, but yeah, it was ran very well. And, um, shout out again to Will. I thought that was, that ran very smoothly. You know, each heat was like, I think 10 minute intervals was how they were running it. I don't remember, but they were running it quick, quick, quick. You know, sometimes you get some overlaps and stuff like that. And they had a couple incidences of, uh, you know, transponders breaking, but you know, there's, that's, there's nothing out of your control with that. But I thought they ran it very well. Surprisingly, my team's best workout of the week. We finished fifth, um, not to toot my own horn, but to toot my somewhat swimming background <laughs> that helped me win that helped, helped us get ahead of that workout. Cause I, <laughs> I walk up to the group and I was rocking full disclosure. I was walk, rocking a full cheetah speedo had one girl take a picture with me. Shouts out to her. I wish I had that picture somewhere. You know, got a lot of confidence boost for the for the speedo. So I was I was hyped up, ready to go. But um, overall, from what I heard from that workout was that first part actually was the worst. That lifeguard run, and you saw some people full send on that first little hundred meter run, and then go out and back in. You saw a lot of people come in first and come out last, going going into that second run. So. I, like I said, I don't know how that went. Um, you did the swim last year, or did you do? Yeah, I the, just ran. Oh, you ran. So, but from what it looked like, I just heard it's 
very deceiving going coming back in on the second part because you're coming with the waves and you're just like trudging through because it's it's chest waist deep water and you're just trudge 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 and you're just you know dragging yourself through and it takes a lot out of you because the wave hits you hits you hits you in the back hits you in the front hits you from the side you know hits you everywhere you can get hit from and um so i i mean personally from being a far, far away from seeing that it looked like that probably sucked a lot and then so you transition from there into the swim and it was uh was it 50 meters out 300 uh 200 cross 50 meter in and then 100 meter run maybe i think it was something like that <laughs> but after not swimming i grant i toot my horn about a couple minutes ago but now i'm retaking that toot of my horn and I'm shoving it up my ass because that was terrible. That swim sucked. After not competitively swimming in about five years and, you know, swimming 2,000-plus meters a day, it, it showed. I got about halfway in that swim, and I didn't know where the buoy was. And I looked up, and I'm just out there in water going, holy shit, I can barely pick my shoulders up. There's probably a shark underneath me somewhere. I'm dying. But this is it. But surprisingly enough, if you didn't – what I noticed in our division at least, if you didn't have a strong swimmer in your team, you were kind of screwed for that swim. Granted, a 300-meter 300 300 swim in a pool takes about six minutes. I swam it in about eight and a half. So – and that's, you know, adding in walking into the water, getting hit by the waves, current, and then the run. So it, it shouldn't take you that long. But like I said, there was a kid who won the 50-meter national from Florida Tech. There was a kid who played water polo and swam in high school. There's another kid who swam in high school that was really good. And, you know, we're all, you know, we're all bullshitting out there like, oh, you know, grabbing ankles and stuff like that. But, man, it I got about halfway. I hit the backstroke about six times. And up until, like, I got out of the water and it could, like, touch and started running, I was like, wow, my legs don't hurt but my shoulders hurt and so once you hit that water and you start sprinting towards the pier to transfer off whew, man it, it was a uh, it was tough so like i said i know you weren't there so i kind of have to cover this one but uh then so you transfer off to the 800 meter run in the soft sand um really didn't see anybody like dragging you know struggling so too bad on the uh run so i wasn't really you know i can't really tell but um yeah we finished fifth in that workout overall in the rx male division team male um so you know overall i think that workout ran really well i didn't hear any complaints as far as you know people cheating and stuff like that like it was pretty well received and um next year's be- uh beach workout probably is going to be the same way it's going to suck regardless but um yeah i mean i thought i thought it ran ran pretty well did you i mean did you hear anything about how it went uh no not really i mean there's no complaints i mean in a test of fitness, you need that longer, you know, aerobic test. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a competition at the beach, you might as well use the beach, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. Uh, people pride themselves. Some certain people pride themselves on certain finishes and workouts. So, yeah. like, give it, like, good thing about a fitness competition is going to touch everything. Yeah. It's a good fitness competition. Luckily, Will's good at programming, so we got the aerobic you know the the strength the medium capacity high capacity output yeah uh so the people that are good swimmers and runners you know probably had a really good time yeah. people that are you know 
not so much, probably didn't have so much of a good time. The teams that are well-balanced probably had a better time. Uh, but it was very, from what I, I did, again, I, I didn't know, I didn't really in, involve myself in any of that. I had to go to the, to the place, but yeah, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, like I said, overall, we both can agree. So, Bacon Scale, that one gets that one gets a 9 in my book because I thought it was the most well-ran, you know, most probably even, you know, besides the fact if you have a good swimmer on your team, you probably can win that workout. So, so we'll go from that, then we'll transition into Swine Flu slash the floater. But we'll go over the floater first because I think the floater will take a little longer to kind of explain. So, floater. Uh... How do you like your wait times? That's what I'm going to say. How do you like waiting? How do you like getting a full warm-up on your snatch, pretty much working up to about your 90%, and then waiting about 30 minutes? That's pretty much what it was. And I know later in the day, after Swine Flu finished for all divisions, you know he split up, got onto the other stage. But by that time, unfortunately, it was already done. But it sucked because we had to pull people out of the crowd, you know, stuff like that, to ju- just judge you know six minutes for the snatching. So, But um, overall, floater experience... Unfortunately, one of our teammates did not show up to that workout, and uh, but luckily it was after swine flu, so it was that. So we had our third no-show, the workout, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I will say this, pat myself on the back again, squash nash 185 on basically zero warm-up. So I'll take that as a win in my book. But there was a, there was a lot of ugly snatches. Like, it was there was some that were just like, please stop you're gonna hurt yourself <laughs> and then there were some kids that, there was one kid who was i think rx uh, rx individual kid opened up at like 205 hang and i'm like good god sir like that's my one rep squat like you're opening up at 205 lots of big numbers coming out in the floater i mean i don't know what you saw on stage two but I heard a lot of cheers coming from that way yeah i mean i didn't uh again so i was there was a lot of running around mm-hmm. during that time because yeah. we started off with eight eight stages and then we had to add four more because mm-hmm. there's it was backed up and then we had to find judges and i had to take a lot of mats away it was a lot of yeah it's very hectic but mm-hmm. again like it's just one of those things you know putting fires out as they come up and yeah. like a well-run competition is like one of those things like yeah we had a huge waiting line but at the end of the day like you just gotta work with what you got yeah you kind of work like it is what it is, and I think regardless of, of of that specific situation, I think we handled it as well as we could. Yeah. No, like, I don't think there was there – was, there's not a whole lot of planning yeah. involved like in that. We could have done things better. We could have prepared better. Yeah. We just didn't know. Yeah. And it was just, you know, now we know. Yeah, and I know there was one team, the team from Gator, um, they were – they missed their heat because of – you know, them waiting in line to do the snatch, and then they had to hop into my heat. They were the heat ahead of us in RX team mail, so they had to hop in our heat. But luckily enough, we had an open lane, and the guy, uh, Steven from CrossFit Zoo, he was super cool. I was like, yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah, you know, we'll just find a judge, and we'll we'll have you go in this one lane. Yeah. So I was perfectly fine. I thought that was okay. It did. I did hear a lot of people complain, like, you know, what the hell? Like, why are we waiting so long? Like, this is annoying. Like, we, you know, we want to go home. We want to, you know all this other, you know, just meh, 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 kind of little bickering. But at the end of the day, I thought Will did the best he could with what he had. You know, no complaints on my end. I'll take it. So that's the floater in a nutshell. If I had to take the floater, you know, 
on a scale, I'd give it a five. Like, you know, there's it ran well, but at the same time, it was like, what can you do with that? When everyone jumps in line and the line is from, you know, a hundred, you know, a hundred yards long because people are just waiting in line. So there's nothing really you can do about that. You know, like I said, it's a five on the bacon scale. So half plate of bacon. Now we get into the final workout, swine flu. This was probably my biggest, like, I can't say it was my biggest gripe of the weekend, but probably, like I said earlier in the show, biggest gripe as far as judging goes. So we were told in the debrief that on the box jumps, it's two foot takeoff, two foot land on the box. You can get off the box however you want. That's what I was told. So we get into the workout, start the handstand push-ups. Handstand push-ups were fine. I, I really didn't see a lot of uh, no reps as far as, you know, not locking out, hands coming off, feet coming off the wood plank. Um, but when it came to the box jumps, my team, we were getting no – I was getting no reps, and our judge – and I apologize to her after this, so this is full disclosure. I'm not trying to be a dick or anything like that, you know, belittling this judge because she didn't – you know, she wasn't prepared. But I heard, you know, some other people weren't prepared as well as far as judging-wise. And she was not telling me how many reps I was at when I was asking, wasn't saying I was getting no reps, and wasn't, like, no repping me. So it's like, you tell me to keep going, but you don't tell me what I'm doing wrong. So I asked what what was wrong. So when I do burpee box jump overs, I, you know, burpee, step up to stand up, jump onto the box with two, you know, take off with two feet, land with two feet, and then step down, get into the next burpee. She, I, I don't know if it was just because she was a volunteer. I eventually found out that, you know, she really does, doesn't know too much. She was just a volunteer. So, like I said, full disclosure, I'm not trying to be a dick, not trying to, you know, belittle her or anything like that. But at the same time, it's like, come on. Like, we were told you can get off the box however you want. So instead of, you know, stepping down, which is, you know, not as taxing and a little bit easier and a little bit safer, I was full clearing the box. And my teammate was doing that too. So, you know, kind of tough at that point. And um, I, what did you see anything as far as you know bad judging on that workout? I mean, it's just kind of again, it's there's always going, to, and it's just whenever there is a human involved, there will yeah. always be error. There is, and there is the human error, and I, like I said, I'm not trying to belittle the judge or anything like that. I apologize to her. I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I wasn't, you know, trying to be mean to you. I was just, you know, I just wanted to know what was going on. Yeah. So. I mean, there's there's going to be, and then, you know, I mean, there isn't always going to be, but most of the time there will be, you know, bad judging. Yeah. Uh, it's either because they don't know the standards or the athlete doesn't really give them a whole lot of wiggle room because it's kind of like, you know, what is clearly below parallel and what is not. And if yeah. it's somewhere in between... You know, if they don't feel confident in saying that's a good rep, it'll be a no rep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, if, if they're told one thing and they perceive it as something different, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the harsh reality of having, you know, you know, a judge. Yeah. You know, if you think, if they think two feet takeoff, two feet landing on the box means one thing, but it's really not. Yeah. And they don't ask those questions, yeah. it's, it's... It makes it, you know, that affects the, you know, anyone who's in that lane, basically. Yeah. Luckily enough, um, Steven from CrossFit Zoo, um, he was right there. He was the kind of debriefer, like kind of second in charge of the stage. And he was right next to us, luckily. And I told him, like, hey, can you 
tell me what I'm doing wrong because she wasn't, you know, telling me what I was doing wrong. When she said two foot land, I thought she meant two foot land on the box. So I was, this is where I was actually being a dick. She said two foot land. So I jumped on the box, landed two feet, paused for like a second and then stepped down and she still didn't give me a no rep. And I'm like, come on. But like you said, there is a human error involved. You know, everyone's not perfect. We're all not robots. So I, and I fully apologized to the girl. I said, listen, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean to like, I was, you know, it's in the moment type competition deal. Like you, you know, blood's flowing, juices are going and you want to finish the workout. It was the last workout of the day. So it's like, you know, you just want to be done. Mm -hmm. But you know, as far as that workout went, love that workout to death. I loved it. You know, muscle ups were very fun. Rig was actually surprisingly well. Wasn't very shaky at all either, which was nice. Um, it looked like elites went over very well. Um, you know, didn't really see you know too much complaints on that workout, and I I loved it to death. I thought it was awesome. I thought that was one. That was probably the one work workout I was looking forward to all week. Was that one? And you know, do you have any final final answers about the uh, that workout? No, I mean it was, it was it was a good workout. I liked you know like what Will does very very well. He like vision like he envisions a himself doing mm -hmm. the workout how yeah. would he want the workout to be done as a, from an athlete perspective because yeah. he's done elite uh at that at that play i don't know how many years but yeah like he's been an athlete yeah he's been a competitor um as far as a spectator uh you know watching like how does it look yeah and how does it flow yeah so i think that was a very good kind of flowy workout you know it's very very simple but like it did look it, it looked very nice yeah um and that's the thing like and i've talked to him before about how he programs it's he almost wanted i thought it would have been cool i told him if you had like a finish for a handstand walk lunges or anything like that and unfortunately we couldn't do that because you know we don't have like stubby bars or he didn't want to do dumbbell lunges because of just you know safety and you know someone dropping a dumbbell and going to another lane yeah. but finishing with the handstand push-ups and like sprinting through those box jumps even in my heat and looking over it looked really cool seeing you know people just fly through handstand push-ups and just seeing the hurt and that looks cool. That appeal that appeal looks really cool as far as, you know, finishing a workout. So um bacon scale for that one, I'm gonna give it a full plate of bacon. I thought it was a full ten out of ten plate of bacon. Ten pieces. Ten pieces would would eat again. And then uh overall Sunday and the weekend, I would say for my first bacon experience and first like quote unquote big competition like I've been to Wadapalooza which is I didn't, I didn't compete but I've been there seeing a big competition big scale three big stages like full setup everything where it's run you know clockwork on the dot you know everything's great I would you know I would give it an 8 out of 10 I thought it was very good very well ran you know worked worked with what they had and you know got the job done so what what would you give it as far as the weekend goes I think uh, I think it just went went great. I mean, like you have for me again. I didn't have a whole lot of expectations. I didn't know what to yeah. expect. But I and I'm not speaking for you know Will or anything like that. But I mean, like you can only learn. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have like a whole year to plan this. Yeah, it was not even six months. Yeah, it was less than that maybe. Yeah. So to put it all together and have it run. A, they got like a ton more athletes, like a hundred, hundred fifty more athletes oh, yeah. than last year. I think he almost he almost had a thousand. I think he said it was like nine seventy something. Yeah, so, so almost a thousand athletes across all divisions. So that's like 
the big it's the it's the second biggest compared to Wadapalooza in yeah. Florida. Oh yeah. So to have that many uh athletes and to run relatively on time, minus like the floater. Yeah. Um and then even those little hiccups that happen here and there, I think it was, you know, probably a ten out of ten in my book. Like yeah. again, like expectations being not held low or not held high but you know le- looking at it as a learning experience mm-hmm. and giving 100% of your effort 110 20% you know i think it showed yeah for for everyone involved that <clears throat> we can run we can run like bacon beat down is 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 the shit so like the, the team that we had is is awesome yeah. and like we're just probably yeah. Below below the Waterpalooza, like I've never been there, but I would say yeah. an eight, like like right right next to them as far yeah. as as far as yeah. how it's ran. I yeah. think you could call it maybe an S tier, yeah. like not as far as like prize pool or any yeah. or athletes and things like that, but as far as like a well run huge yeah. competition that involves yeah. everything, well programmed. Um, yeah, as far as, like, the Florida circuit of CrossFit, like, Florida elite CrossFit competitions and stuff like that, it's definitely number one, not counting Waterpalooza because that's a national competition where you have people from other countries, top names. Like, Waterpalooza is on a scale of its own with, like, Lowlands, Granite Games, and all that. Like, that's that's another level. But as far as just local Florida CrossFit circuit, that is definitely number one in the state of Florida, in my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah, definitely look out for the pig. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, obviously when you do things like this and you have a team yeah. that, like, we have and Will's at the helm, like, yeah. you only want to grow and do better. So, yeah, hopefully we can get licensed as a CrossFit event. That'll yeah. help. And then maybe a sanctional down the road. Don't know. Don't know how that all works. It's not really my forte anyway. But, yeah. you know, definitely anyone who listens, like, this should be a competition or the competition that you want to be at. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, good. even uh, to wrap things up here, like, as far as RX team, RX team was very competitive. It felt like we were in an elite competition. Granted, we weren't doing elite, but, like, it was still that level of, like, ooh, I want, I want to do good in this workout. Ooh, we need to really, you know, tighten down on this one spot here. Like, it makes you want and that's and I think that's the thing that's awesome is like you know we finished you know we were middle of the pack in RX team with one person who's never done a competition before and one person who I would say is you know an average crossfitter and then me who I would consider myself either above average or average crossfitter and we finished 15th in RX like that's I'll take that granted the boys Cameron Lauren and Lloyd finished 8th they were one place out of making the finale like that's awesome. Like that's cool. Like it gives you that competitive want again, and that's awesome. And I and you know I'll shout out a few people here. I'll shout out Will, Sarah, Jana, uh, Dave, and Shay from CrossFit Zoo, and Stephen from CrossFit Zoo, and you know Eric Schwartz, Elijah. You know everyone that helped out for that competition. That was awesome. I thought it was you know, like he said, up there as far as like Wadapalooza like name. Like you when you hear Florida CrossFit. You should you should hear two names: Waterpalooza, Bacon Beatdown. And I think with next year, you know, having higher expectations and doing this well this year, and especially under new man- management with Will, I think you know next year, 
pig is back. The pig is ready to come back. So, um, yeah. Any more final thoughts? Uh, yeah. One thing, as far as anyone from Rick City Fitness is concerned, uh, Ju- July ninth. Um, pretty sure it's a Saturday. The Rex Rex Rumble twenty nineteen mm-hmm. um, at CrossFit Zoo. If you want to compete, I'm pretty sure there's still openings. If you want to volunteer, um, they were very important in supplying and bringing judges uh, to the Bacon Beatdown. So if we could show up, at least have some volunteers or have some competitors and and. Just give them some them support. Out. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, I'll try. I'll try and volunteer a little bit there. I know a couple other people want to volunteer, but as far as anyone listening from now until then, like, uh, you could probably message them on Facebook or just show up in the morning and be like, "Hey, I'm a body." Like, I don't know how that. Again, I'm not very experienced yeah, in, in the yeah. competition thing, but. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they're not going to turn down people yeah. saying, "Hey, and, I'm here to help." Yeah, and they'll find. And they'll probably find something for you to do, yeah, whether it's sure. you know just run it running papers and you know picking up scores or you know actually judging announcing whatever what have you so yeah big shout outs to everyone from crossfit zoo and you know everyone that showed up but um yeah so uh anything else about final thoughts i'm happy i'm not on night shift anymore thank effing god i can actually sleep during the night now i don't have to be up during the night so monday morning is probably gonna you know i work i go to a new job site and so monday is gonna restart the grind back on that terrible comp train grind again um i mean comp train starts today yeah it does start today with sicko mode sicko. yeah i'm not ready for that to do that in about 30 minutes but um yeah any uh shout out to our sponsor will ball consulting services llc llc and uh shout out to bear complex who helped me save my hands this week did not rep at once at all this week uh you know shout out to bear complex get better nerd at bear complex on instagram so uh you know that's our uh anything else i don't have any music for you guys this weekend um <laughs> unfortunately i'm sorry uh but if you do want to listen to anything good uh just you know just spitballing uh conway twitty loretta lynn louisiana woman mississippi man it's a great album it's great you know just a little it's your sunday meal prep you're looking for a good album to listen to throw that throw that sucker on so um ladies and gentlemen that was the no rep bacon beat down recap episode as always i am your host tanner galco with the Navy man himself, Elijah Robledo. See you later, guys. Bye.